episode 176 we uh well we 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 tried you know we're gonna do tuesday halloween we're gonna do wednesday that fell through we're gonna do thursday fell through friday friday pub day it's all right we bounce back man me and Devonte up in here it's gonna be a good time friday. friday freaky friday i like it i like it uh last but not even spooktober anymore but last week of the pub spooktober uh and then we roll into thanksgiving man I, i'm excited for it uh, mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah thanksgiving i don't know like i'm more excited for christmas but like yeah. always yeah. like thanksgiving just for that anticipation because it's like a month until christmas so yeah good yeah. i feel like it's that bridge like halloween like i go all out for it and then like i need that little just get me over to christmas give me a little bump of holiday mm-hmm. and it gives you there yeah i'm excited for it um well i don't i don't have a top five this week i don't have a blind top five so i apologize uh, but what I do have is RIP to one of the most passionate coaches, Coach Bob Knight. I, I, he's a guy I grew up watching. I'm sure you're the same way. Him throwing the chair and lifting the kid's chin up and stuff. It, he was in the hot water a lot. But you can never argue his passion and uh, one of the greatest cameos in the movie, Anger Management. Not that, you know. Um, yeah. I think I have a T-shirt of him, like one of his quotes. I forgot what the quote was, but it's him. And then like a, a big head caricature of him and like a a little chair turned over. I'm like, yeah, this is this is worth something now. People are gonna point at it and look at it and appreciate it a lot more now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you can bring it out. There's a while where you're like, mm, I shouldn't wear this shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I you know, he's one of those guys. I don't know if you watched the 30 for 30, the uh I think it's like last days last day of nights or something. It's about his last time in Indiana and then Texas tech and like how culture changed with him. But um, he's that blue color, that old school, just coaching mentality. Like he's physically going to get you where you need to be. Um, toxic masculinity and adrenaline. Dude, 100%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, 11 big 10 championships, the only undefeated season the team's done two natties. It's you gotta give him his dues, but yeah, there was some toxic toxicity there. I, I like that, but they always like talk about like stuff in the old days, like how tougher people were, and it's interesting now too because I like, you think about stuff like with him, especially like especially on a, such a big scale as the NCAA, and then seeing how he coached and people looked up to him, and then imagine if he did the same thing. Would people have the same energy for him now? Because I'm pretty sure a coach just got fired for something like marginally close to what he used to do. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, man, it's it's crazy. You know, we years ago we lose Coach Joe Pa, you know, uh, from Penn State, and he was kind of the same way of that. Like, can't really get away with the things that he would do now. Like, I feel like yeah. your grandfather did the same with Bob Knight and. Uh, it's you know it's weird like these old coaches the guys we grew up with watching are passing away but um, heart goes out to the Knight family um, and uh, yeah anything else? No, that's it. R.I.P. to the Knight. R.I.P. to the Knight. Uh, you and me, huge baseball guys, right? Rangers bring home the first World Series champs. Um, I'm gonna see clips of people crying, and I'm like, man, I did not know baseball went that deep. But also, <laughs> just to I imagine people in Arizona cried when the Diamondbacks made it. Because I remember, I'm not even going to lie to you, shout out prize picks. The only reason I marshally know baseball (laughs) is prize picks. And I kept seeing the Diamondbacks and the Rangers, you you know, like, 
uh, stat stat bets. I'm like the Diamondbacks. There's no way. And sure enough, like they made the playoffs and they made the World Series. And I'm like, it was interesting because I'm such a big baseball guy. I was like, you know, I gotta have a, uh, I have an AL team and an NL team, and I got the Mariners. And I said, what's what's on the other side? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. So I started yeah. looking to the Diamondbacks just for the Arizona connection. That I, I love it. Thought of, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any players on the on the Diamondbacks at all, dude. I I don't either. Like, and and on the Rangers, this just shows how much of a shitty sports podcast we are. But like, Paul Sager, <laughs> that's it. Like, that's all I know. You know, I only know like one name on the Rangers, but I can just um, see the Randy Johnson Arizona Diamondbacks jersey in my head. And, and dude, I, yes. I after that, I don't know. I got nothing. I like. I mean, they. I like the colors. You know. And yeah, they, yeah. Hey, he's pretty cool. I like it. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Like. Most like uniforms that they rebrand, I'm like, yo, that's yep. they need to go back to the retros. But like the new ones, I'm like, hey, if you balance out the retros with the new ones, like it, it's a good clean look. I like it. Um, but yeah, shout out to Rangers. And like you're right, like on TikTok and social media, you see all these people just crying. Mm-hmm. I guess the Texans are the last shitty team in Texas right now. Oh, let me see. Just a just about yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Houston. Well, the Houston Rockets are kind of in disarray, but they're cool. Yeah. Water. But have, they've won a they've won a World Series or, or a NBA championship. The Astros right? won a World Series. The yeah. Rockets, I think they. I'm pretty sure they won a championship. So, yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah, so Houston, you got to be on the come up now. Mm-hmm. Last, last, last frontier. Um, which what last thing about this? Rangers were plus four thousand begin the season Damn. to bring home the World Series. D backs were plus six thousand. Um, so. Two of the the teams that weren't projected to probably not even make the playoffs mm-hmm. are in the finals, and the Rangers take it home. Which, if you cash that out early, good for you. That's <laughs> you got paid. Good for you to believe. I didn't even know the Rangers were like that bad. Like I just assumed because it's baseball in Texas, they would be all right. Yeah. You know? So but I guess not. No, 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 I'm with you on that. And uh, I, I was reading something, and it was like homegrown talent is what's really changing mm-hmm. in baseball. Um, and when we had um, Jeremy Dowdy on, who's a you know former Oakland A's guy, last two weeks ago, and he was talking about like both these teams are just homegrown. There's homegrown talent, which is really cool to see. Like unlike the Yankees or the Dodgers, where they buy everything, mm-hmm. it's the farm system's working, which is kind of cool. It's cool. All right. Uh, well, if you bet on them, you get paid. But if you're this, if you're this guy, you're not getting paid anymore. Well, you are, but you don't get the job. <laughs> McDaniel's. GM Raiders just clean house here. Um, I'm not surprised after what I've seen. You know, if you had told me beginning of the season the Raiders would be the first one to fire a head coach, I, I'd be like, all right, I'm not betting on that. Um, but after the se- after the first seven weeks, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like, it something's not clicking in in Vegas anymore, and they should be a better team. What they're showing, um, and I sent you the 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 story, and if this story is true, this is the most. <laughs> this is a wild thing in sports where McDaniels dresses up as Davis, the owner, for Halloween. Davis gets a good chuckle out of it, invites him to have P.F. Chang. That's his, like, go-to lunch. P.F. Chang op- crazy, by the way. Like, Yo, I, that's, that, I was like, this, this got this to be – because all I can think about was that one South Park episode whenever – like, my lady loves it, but anytime she brings it up, I just think about that, like, P.F. Chang's and stomachs and stuff. And imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine in an NFL GM – in a P.F. Chang's, which, I don't know, Mark Davis kind of looks like a P.F. Chang's guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe even a Denny's guy, but, yeah. 
Yeah. Like that's like him splurging. Like, yeah. hey, we're going to PF Chang's, baby. Yeah. In Vegas at that, like a PF exactly. Vegas. Yeah. So that's like wild part two. Besides McDaniel's dressing up as your boss when you just got your ass kicked, you go to you eat PF Chang's, and he opens up a fortune cookie that says, "Hey, take a hike. You're fired." Like that is <laughs> fucking wild to me. If this story holds up any truth, like this is the greatest firing I've ever heard of. But on McDaniel's end, I can't imagine just getting your ass kicked. Week in and week out, and just walking around thinking shit is sweet. Like ain't ain't nothing fucking funny. Like, it's nothing funny. What are you laughing for? Like you would you the joke. Like you ain't nothing funny. You the joke. And, and you dressing up as your bot? Like no, dude, you can't. Yeah, I wouldn't even like. Maybe if he's done it before, all right, I guess. But at the same time, like it's it's things you can't do if you're very unserious at your job. I should know. <laughs> but um, no, but then I kind of wondered. I was like, I wonder if he pulled the Cliff Kingsbury where he was doing dumb shit on purpose just so they had to pay him and he could just yeah. go on about his business. Because, like, Kings, we, ain't heard, we haven't heard anything about Cliff Kingsbury in a while. This man is traveling the world, probably high and happy, all <laughs> somebody else's dollar. And Josh McDaniels, like, bro, I, he's got to do something else. Like, he's got to start a, you know what, start a, start a YouTube channel or something because I don't think coaching is working for him. Like he's no, always man. been in situations where it just works out. Having being an OC with Tom Brady as a quarterback, then he's like, oh, I can do the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'm like, I'm glad the GM, the GM actually got fired too. Yeah. Yep. That. And the other good thing to come out of that is like the defensive side, Steve Smith and Antonio Pierce, when he came through, people say he was undersized. He's another guy out of – I think he said he was from Compton, but – I think he is, yeah. We could he said somewhere else, but only he knows where he's, he's from. <laughs> Either way, he's from the West. He's very volatile and bald and aggressive. So maybe that's what the rate – also, I forgot. Um, he was – when he was on staff at Arizona State, they were doing super well. He yeah. got kicked off for recruiting violations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So – if he can bring about a good Arizona State program, there's no telling what he can do for the Raiders with no, money. Dude, you're absolutely right. I love them saying, hey, Antonio Pierce, this is your chance. Because, like, I don't know if you remember, like, he took a really shitty high school team and made them, like, a national front-running, mm-hmm. like, like, program. And then he jumps to Arizona State, and he was doing well besides the recruiting violations, which, I mean, shit, that happens. You don't have to worry about the NFL now. Right. Like, I, I'm pumped for this. And he, I think he embraces the Raider mentality. Like, this is – I'm here for. It. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, and apparently, like defensive coach has been doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, you got Vrabel, Mike Tomlin. Well, Mike Tomlin was a receiver, but he acts like a defensive coach. Dude, so I much. Yeah. I think it's just close enough. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm wishing. I'm wishing them luck. You know. And they yeah. oh, they made the switch. They sat Jimmy Garoppolo, put him in his normal QB two spot, and gave yeah. him Ronald a shot and. I can say I can I, I can agree with that one because maybe it's more to mold than with Jimmy Garoppolo, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo kind of like isn't the he he don't have dog in him yet mm-hmm. because like, mm-hmm. he's pretty, and so Aiden McConnell can be bullied into it. So I guess that's why they made the switch. Yeah, yeah, and the, the, I'm glad you brought that up too. Like it, literally, everyone lost their job. Like yeah. when the starting quarterbacks, like, hey, your bench, and I like it. I didn't like the move of them you know, trading for him and signing him because 
he's like he's like a Costco version of Derek Carr. I feel like he's a step down. Like it's just weird. It was a weird move. Um, I read an article. The Raiders will pay John Gruden and Josh McDaniels over eighty million dollars to John not Gruden coach. Still? He's still getting paid, bro. That's that's so crazy, man. To be eighty rich, mil. To that's be wild. Um, and now I guess this alludes to the question real quick. Why doesn't Belichick's disciples make it? Like in you know Nick Saban, his coaching tree. He's got Kirby Smart. He's got uh, Lane Kiffin. Like he's got guys that are being successful. Belichick, man, I can't think of a guy that's been successful that came from under Belichick. Like now that I think about it, yeah, you're right. But I think it's one of those things where, like, if you're adamant about your way or the highway or your system. And all of those guys know is your system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they try to branch out of it. They're like, oh, shoot, I don't know how to do it. It's just like, like I'm thankful, like playing back in basketball reference. But like I, there was a time where I didn't know how to dribble in general. Like I didn't know how to dribble. And then I just randomly pick it up. Like I had the, I had the foundation. So all those coaches have the foundations of coaching. But if you don't have your own mind and you go so long as a grown person without your own mind and plus you're a football player, like most football coaches, it sucks to say football coaches, like if you've talked to one, you know exactly where their mind is. They don't, but you know where it is. And I guess it's hard to be Mm. creative and open your mind and stuff like that. So who was it? Matt Patricia, Josh McDaniels. Um, that's honestly, that's probably why his son hasn't left the Patriots left yet. He's like, y'all not going to get me. So he's riding high off of the coat <laughs> yeah. with the funny haircut. So he- I, I don't blame you. I think, yeah, dude, he's fucking wild. Mm. Um, I don't, like, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, you can't take this system out of New England. Like, they've won Super Bowls there, and so it's ingrained in them. If you go anywhere else with the system, like it's just not going to work. Like I remember reports Joe Judge when he took mm. the New York Giants, he was making them like seven a.m. doing fucking up downs, and these are grown men like preseason and like, dude, like you can't do that. Matt Patricia, same thing with the Lions, uh, McDaniel's, which we talked about. Romeo Cornell, I didn't realize he was part of that coaching tree. Um, he might be the shining gold star of this. Besides Nick Saban, Nick Saban is technically under Belichick yeah. because of Cleveland. Um, but I really don't count that. And then Brian Flores, who I think just got ripped off from his job. But but they say he was like mean-ish too. But yeah, yeah, but, man. Yeah. Well, let's go from one like one wild story to another one. I didn't see this coming. James Harden is now in L.A. He's playing with the Clippers. You didn't see it coming. I I didn't see it coming. I thought you know I didn't obviously I didn't think he would be returning. Yeah, uh, to the 76ers, but I didn't think it was going to be Clippers. Like I, yeah. Somebody brought up a point how, like, uh, I think, well, Donald, was it Donald Stern? Donald Stern was the owner of the Clippers, but then they brought up, uh, who was the, who was the guy that died, the original NBA OG, um, the one that died? Um, it like was the owner of the guy before him, David Stern, David Stern. David Stern. David Stern, all right. Somebody brought up a point how basically, I mean, in in the players' eyes, just because, like, we're all for the workers, forget the corporations, we're all for the workers. Mm-hmm. In the workers' eyes, they're like, yeah, we finally got the power. But then somebody brought up a point, and they said, ever since Adam Silver has taken over all this freedom 
like they said David Stern would not be having this yeah. because like in all these player decisions, they kind of forget about the fans being the people that invest in the stuff. Now, granted, like it's cool to see big threes and stuff like is all everything goes back to LeBron. Like mm-hmm. had LeBron not been like, oh, I want to go here. And people was like, why he get to do that? Like, why don't I do that? Because I'm an all star, too. Yeah. You know, and so now you got people choosing where they go. And I- I'm not going to lie. Like, imagine half of this stuff happening with the NFL. Oh, it would dude. be kind of crazy, but I just feel like it's so much harder on the body for them to say, I'm not going here. I'm going there. And they're like, yeah. all right, we'll just find a we'll just make another hove, you know. So, exactly. So it, it works out. But I I don't know. I, I know James Harden is happy to be back home among friends. You know, he's playing with Russell Westbrook again. Mm-hmm. So he's honestly, they pretty much have like a big people. People don't give Russell Westbrook credit anymore, but they still have like a big four to me. Um, but I also kind of wonder, like, how is this going to affect their chemistry? Yeah, James Harden is weird when it comes to chemistry. So, yeah, I look at his career. There's guys that I feel like he should have gelled with, and it just like it never worked. Like it, it, they didn't have beef, but you could tell they weren't on the same page. Right, like it was weird. And so I'm curious. Yeah, you're right. Like obviously him and Westbrook, I think they have a connection. But now you got Kawhi, you got George. Like I, I don't know, man. And you know, you remember they said there was a new rule they put out, which. I don't know, maybe Adam Silver knows what he's doing, but he put out a new rule saying, like, you know, how people have been sitting out of games and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because David Stern, that's another thing David Stern would So, like, I guess it's a balance. David Stern would not have superstars sitting out of games just because. Um, and Adam, Adam Silver is finally learning, like, oh, they're actually trying to take advantage of like they, they, they think – they think they don't think I'm tough, so yeah, we'll, we'll see yeah. what comes from this. Like it's already a weird thing. Like one of my friends had to explain what's going on with this play-in tournament. Apparently, it's been a thing with soccer too, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what exactly is going on. We'll see how it impacts it. All I know is my team, the Wizards, are wizarding, so I don't know if this will work out <laughs> better for them, but we'll see. Yeah, hey, hey, you never know. Maybe they maybe they turn around. Yeah, you never early know. Early season, I guess. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, from NBA free agency to to now NFL trades, two trades that I mean, there obviously there's more trades. Your your Falcons made some noise, getting a little help in secondary, a little peep, yeah, a little peep. Um, but Chase Young to the 49ers for a third round pick, I, robbery. Like I now you got Nick Bosa on one side, Chase Young on the other. I've seen all the memes of left side, strong side, running the Titans, Gary Rotier yeah. and, and Pepper, you know Julius, but. Man, that that is a scary situation. Obviously, the 49ers are in a skid. They need a little come up. And, and now you get two edge rushers on top of their game. And then Josh Dobbs taking over possibly for Kirk Cousins after tearing the Achilles, which I think Josh Dobbs have had a great season so far backing mm-hmm. up in, in Arizona, kind of coming in for, for Kyler Murray. I, those two trades are the headlines. Um, I didn't see this coming. Like for Chase Young for a third round pick, that's robbery. Like what, what the hell are we like doing? Chase Young was gonna go somewhere where it was like they don't need him, but they're yeah. gonna get him. So like uh, I kept saying, like imagine they probably weren't gonna trade him to the, the Eagles because they really well. I mean, they could use another edge besides Hassan Reddick, but at that point, it's not fair because they had already gotten 
Who did? Oh, they got Kevin Byer from the Titans. Kevin Byer, yeah. Kevin By- Kevin Byer went for Tremaine Edmonds and something else. But Same. then the Eagles also got enough. Like they're still loading up on draft picks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, why are y'all like allowing this? Like, <laughs> picking out the the um the competitiveness in the game. And I'm just now looking at the the roster for the uh, the Niners. Yeah, still have Eric Armstead. They still got Nick Bosa. They had Claylin Farrell, who was with the who the Raiders drafted. He wasn't working out there, and now he's actually doing better with them. Yeah. Um, Randy Gregory, that's who they picked up from the free agency. Javon Hargrave, Drake Jackson, Jackson from USC. So, and Chase Young at defensive end. So they had they have young they have a young defensive line. That means that motor is going to be crazy. Well, it's supposed to be crazy anyway. It's supposed to be, yeah. But let me see. And, but I see the reason, like, as far as outside linebackers, they didn't really have that much. But I think Chase Young might be that stand-up linebacker. But we'll see. We'll see. But they had him and yeah. Tess went, went to the Bears. And I saw an article where they said the Falcons reached out. And then he said, but the Bears obviously wanted more. And I I wasn't mad, but we got, I know, shout out my boy Grady Jarrett. He's out for the season, so they picked up uh, one of NC State's finest, Kentavious Street. So we'll mm-hmm. see what goes on with that. Expecting big things. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I think you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. But- Man. We'll we'll see what happens. I I I thought there were gonna be more blockbuster trades, but not much really happened. Yeah, because I it seemed like a lot of teams had the you know the space, the cap space for it, but mm-hmm. nobody said anything. So I guess you know they're fine with what they have. Dude, I, yeah, I, I'm exactly right. My two biggest, three biggest losers of the NFL trade deadline. Um, Ron Rivera. I think he just got fucked by the yeah, ownership. And they literally said, nothing. and I think he's on the hot seat and it's like, uh, but you get nothing. So good luck here, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is Devonte Adams. I feel like he deserves so much better. And we talked about the shit show that's in Vegas right now. And he went to Vegas to be with his old college quarterback, Derek Carr. They ship him out. And like, it, that's my second loser, and then my third loser is my Bengals. We're not getting any O line or tight end help, which yeah, that was a little bit kind of crazy. What nothing, nothing happened. Not a, not another running back to spare Joe, or yeah. you know maybe a defensive end or two. You know, but it's it's head scratching for me. <laughs> but uh, you know, I you know Jerry Jones Cowboy fans, I think they feel the same way. They feel like they could have added some pieces in there, but yeah. But they they usually don't do too much. No, they don't. And I guess neither do my bungles. Jerry is adamant. Like, you are not – I'm not changing – he's standing on business. He's not changing anything. So, I can get with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Let's move on. Sunday's action, Thursday night football. Will Levis came back to earth here. Um, Yeah. We saw it. Pittsburgh won. Um, I think – yeah. I was I was wondering if a little of us would do more, but nine thirty action, Germany, Frankfurt, mm. Dolphins, Chiefs. Over under at fifty and a half. Kansas City two and a half point favorite. Who do you take? Oh, I'm 
going to take this as a Patrick Mahomes comeback game. Ooh. Um, actually, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid comeback game because I know we've been talking about Mike McDaniels being like a mastermind, and we know the OG mastermind is probably Andy Reid. Yeah. That you, you can't stifle the OG, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. I, I like the bounce back game here. You know, losing to Denver, that's damn, that's tough. I don't know when the last time the Chiefs have lost to a divisional opponent, especially a bad divisional opponent like the Bron- like the Broncos were. Um, and the whole flu thing, I don't know if I buy it, but I'm a, I'm a Mahomes hater. But I will tell you, Miami got to Germany on Monday. Mm. Chiefs just got there late last night. So you've got more time to adjust to the grass, more time to adjust to the culture, the time, everything. I'm picking Miami here. And I'm taking the under. I feel like 50 and a half points is a lot for an international game. I thought the Arrowhead is Arrowhead not a grass stadium though. It is, but I still think it's different types of grass. Like because oh. you're playing on more soccer style grass than than football. Oh yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, maybe it doesn't make a difference. I don't know. But I, I don't know. Your Falcons hosting Minnesota over at 37 and a half. Atlanta five point favorite. Before though. you go on, let me. Oh yeah. Let me let me tell you about an article I read today that had my stomach tore up. <sighs> Falcons injury report. Let, let's talk about it, people. Let's talk about it. Falcons injury report. Drake London among three Falcons ruled out a week nine clash. And it was interesting because somebody was asking me, like, we, you know, you do your fantasy thing. You like, all right, we know Drake London got, I think it was a groin injury last game. He was like, do you think he'll bounce back? And me knowing my team so well, I was like, no, he is not coming back because we, uh, the Falcons have uh, week 11 by, just like the Saints do. And it's week nine and it's yeah. a groin injury. And it's like already kind of weird playing. So it's not, they're not only missing their wide receiver one, mm-hmm. you got DeMarco Hellams, who showed out during preseason and during the games, Keith Smith, the fullback. And, um, like, Grady Jarrett is already out for the season. And I think that was it. But, like, they were talking, like, all three of those. So, as far as wide receivers, you got Mac Collins as wide receiver one. I'm not all the way mad at that just because Mac Collins is a dog, and I know he won't get injured because he doesn't wear shoes. Yeah. That's kind of restrictive. So, I'll get – I'm fine with that. Wide receiver two. Van Jefferson, wide receiver three, Scotty Miller, who has been underwhelming. And I know a lot of people listening to this is like, who are these people? You shouldn't know them, so there's really no point. You got Kadero Hodge mm-hmm. and somebody else that's four wide receivers. This game is going to be like nine to three. Nobody, <laughs> this game is going to be terrible. One of my boys, shout out my boy, uh, Jacob Young Hubby, he Texted me, it was like, dog, you could sit in the end zone at this game for $100. Oh, no. I was so embarrassed. I'm like, $100 to sit in the end zone is crazy. Dude. <laughs> what in the world? For this game. And like, I was like, oh, shoot, I can actually afford it. But then I was like, oh, shoot, I can actually afford this game. So it was like, <laughs> so because of that, at the Falcons, it's a home game, but Desmond Ritter isn't playing. Taylor Heineke is starting. So since since the home came, that's what we got. We got we got the Falcons 
taking another uh, another home game, probably what I say, like seventeen to fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dude, that man, that I didn't realize you guys were missing so many offensive oh, yeah. weapons here. It's it's hell, but it's, yeah. you know what? Still, we rise. Because right. I was <laughs> still we rise. <laughs> I was juiced up that Heineke gets to start here. I, I've always liked Tyler Taylor Heineke. I feel like he's got a little chip on his shoulder. I've liked that. Um, I love to see him in some purple jays here. Hmm. Um, you know what? We've been doing thing here. Oh I'm yeah, help, I'm gonna help you out. I said the wrong thing. Give me the Vikings. We'll counter out. Give me the Vikings. Yeah. All right. Miles Garrett, cards, Arizona traveling there. Kyler Murray looks to be starting here. Over on set 37 and a half. Cleveland, eight point favorite, though. Are they sure they want to start Kyler Murray? First game back is against Miles Garrett. That's kind of like that's kind of dirty a little bit. Just, I don't know. I don't know. Are you really protecting your investment for yeah, like trade right. deals and exactly. stuff? Exactly. But I don't know. Uh, at the Browns, I'll I'll take the Browns on this one. The Browns, yeah, yeah, I'm taking the Browns too. I just. Because if Kyler Murray isn't playing, yeah, uh, uh, Clayton Toon, yeah, Clayton, Toon. yeah, uh, he's definitely not better than Dobbs, and I don't think Dobbs would have got this done. So, yeah, give me Cleveland. I, it pains me to say. Rams, Packers, Green Bay, three point favorite over set thirty nine and a half. Friend of the show, mm. Matt Whitehorn, he's in Wisconsin for this game. Mm. It's bad in Green Bay right now, man. It's rough. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be this bad, but it is that bad. Like on paper, you would think they would be good, but I don't know what's going on. It's there's got to be. It feels like a disconnect mm-hmm. offensively, or I don't know. But give me the Rams in this one. Give me the Rams. Yeah, it, I want to take the Packers. I feel like it makes sense to take the Packers here, but I'm with you. There's there's a disconnect, and it's just not working. Matt four possible hot seat here. Mm. I, oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. Give give me LA. Give me the Rams. Command. Oh, I get the oh, right one. Commanders at New England. New England three and a half point favorite. Over is at forty and a half. Sam Howell, Mac Jones, two goat quarterbacks here. Mm. Well, there's, there's no more Commanders on the defensive side, <laughs> so. Mac Jones is gonna have all day. He might even get himself some rushing yards out there. So, um, shoot, man, give me, give me the Patriots. Oh, they're playing in New York, New England too. So yeah, give me the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, give me New England. I I feel like this is came at the worst time for Ron and the <laughs> Commanders to get rid of them. Yeah, give me New England. Uh, give me the under here. Mm. Saints. Bears over and set forty one. New England seven and a half point favorite. What's a what's a what's your quick word on Tyson Bajit or Bajit so far? Uh, I love his story. <laughs> That's it though. Story, yeah, yeah. Um, boys got our same thing with Will Levis. I hate that Will Levis showed his arm against us. Yeah. Um, he did pretty well against the Steelers too. That was one thing he had for him, that arm. Same thing with Tyson Bajan. Like he has an arm. Yeah. But uh you know what? I this will be my sleeper pick. I'm gonna take the Bears on this one because it's Derek Carr playing 
And a lot of times when he plays and he's supposed to win these games, it doesn't happen. So I don't know. I'm going I'm to take the Bears on this one. Also, to make sure that the Saints go a game under the Falcons, I'm going to take the Bears on this one. Damn. Hey, you know what? I, I don't hate it. I was all in on the yeah. Bears coming back, and then they just got mocked yeah. last week. I, I, I feel like just something – It's I don't know. It just felt like a weird game. I'm going to take New Orleans here, though. Yeah. I just – I can't get burned again. <laughs> Seahawks, Ravens over over under 43, Baltimore five and a half point favorite. It should have been a Sunday night game, to be honest. Yeah. Um, shoot, they're playing in Baltimore. Uh yeah, give me give me the Ravens on this one. I don't I don't hate that pick. I'm taking the Ravens too. It pains me to say, but I'm gonna take the Ravens. I'm gonna say Odell's gonna score a touchdown too. Dude, really? I think Odell scores a touchdown. Put in the prop. I like it. Yeah. Bucks, Texans over on set 40. Houston, two and a half point favorite. Mm, interesting. Um, both of these quarterbacks have looked pretty good, but only one of these quarterbacks have two receiving options. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh Buccaneers taking this one. Yeah. <sighs> Texans have to do this for Texas. Otherwise, they're officially the worst team. Um, I do like the way the Buccaneers – like, I I feel like Baker's playing okay. The defense is playing okay, but just everything else is not going the Buccaneers' way. Yeah. I'm mentally flipping a corner now. I'm going to go Houston. I'm not betting this game. I'm not touching it. I'm going to go Houston. All right. Colts, Panthers. Panthers coming off their first win of the season. Shocked the world. Indianapolis, two-and-a-half point favorite. Overruns at 44. Man, they playing in Charlotte. Frank Wright playing against the old team. Shoot, man, this this might be a barn burner. It probably won't. <laughs> um, I I think the Panthers steal this one too, just off of defense. You know, like I don't know, I I can't imagine Gardner Minshew eating them up just off of the defensive line and the Panthers' heart and will. So yep. I don't know. I'll take the Panthers on this one. Dude, I'm with you. The Frank Wright game here, I think – I don't know. I feel like there's a little chip on their shoulder. They, they got a little swagger. They got the first win. Mm. Um, I love Minchu Mania, but I've gotten burned too many times betting on him. So, <laughs> give me the thirds. All right. Giants, Raiders, over and set up 37.5. Vegas, two-point favorite. Mm. <sighs> this is a bad game, These games game, are getting uglier and uglier. bad. What the heck, bro? Oh, um, I think Aiden McConnell does better than expected. Oh, shoot. The Giants just lost um, Leonard Williams, so that's a pretty yep. middle, even though they still have Dexter Williams and the rest of the defense. I mean, that that's, that's something. Um, I feel like they have an answer for J- Josh Jacobs because they literally practiced with that with Saquon. Yeah, that's true. So I, I think the Giants got it. Oof. Yeah, I'm with you. Give me the Giants. I think they win too. Mm. But Antonio Pierce, interim coach, oh, first game. This is for, this against his old team too. Yeah. That's Give me the Raiders. I'm gonna book it. <laughs> I'm gonna book it. Some by the interim coach first game, they always come out hot. Yeah. Uh, I don't have my my graphic for it, but Philly, Dallas, Philly's at home. They're three point favorites here. Over on set, I believe at forty seven and a half. Ooh. 
Uh, oh, this is a Sunday night game, right? No, no. This is oh, still a 430 game. My Bengals and Bills have the Sunday night game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so this might end up being a pretty good week. Um, <laughs> man, so Cowboys were hot last game. I I think Cowboys beat beat them by a, f- a field goal. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take them beating them by a field goal. You taking Dallas? You taking the Cowboys? Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Dallas. In Philly? Yeah. Man. Yeah, dude, you you have put your nuts on the table this week. Yeah. You're taking some dogs here, and I like it. I, yeah, I, I think something. I don't know. I just always bet on like, you know, you know what it's like having a team with like general bad luck, and then you start yeah. seeing other teams with bad luck. Yeah. So Philly has been doing pretty well the past few games, right? So these gimme games, they kind of drop to an extent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I don't know. I think Dallas might have something for them. Yeah, Philly. If Philly would have dog walked the Commanders, I would be more likely to take Dallas here. But because it was a gutsy win, they didn't look good. I'm hoping they get back in in, in routine here. So give me Philadelphia to win. All right, Sunday night action: Bills in Cincinnati, taking on my Bengals over on set forty eight. Cincinnati two and a half point favorite. Mm. Did not see that coming, to be honest. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Bills at Bengals. Yeah, Joe Burrow got it. Easy money. You got to have Dude. For my, for my sake, man. Like, yeah. I, I it's, Josh Allen has been proving me right about him being normal. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I call this man a bigger J.P. Lossman. (laughs) Google that man if you you forgot who he was. But I think he's the – he does something for Clemson now. Oh, no, that's Charlie Whitehurst. Charlie Whitehurst, yeah. Charlie Whitehurst. But, yeah, I think Joe Burrow's got it. Dude, I know we've been having a thing going. So, I'm going to say Bills. But let me put this (laughs) out there. (laughs) Yeah. The last time the Bills have looked dominant, October 1st, 48 to 20 against the Dolphins. After that, they lose to the Jags. They squeak by the Giants by five points. They lose to the Patriots. They barely get past the Bucks on Thursday night football. Mm. I'm taking the Bills, but only because of, you know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Monday night action. Jets, Chargers over, over under set 41 and a half. L.A. three-point favorite. Mm. I feel like we should have moved Philly or Dallas to this or Cincinnati-Buffalo to the Monday night game. This is yeah. this is not a good way to end the week. I bet it's one of those things where, like, they it's only a Sunday night game or a Monday night game if they were playing in Dallas. Because I feel like that's how it's been for the past few years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I see – I foresee this game going like – I'm kind of going like the Giants and Jets game. I feel like it's a little bit more offense going on than the, that past game, but I think the Jets are going to pull this one out. Ooh, taking the Jets. Mm-hmm. Our man Ed loves to hear that. I don't oh – man, Devontae, you make really good points. It's just – I don't know. Justin Herbert's been – he's been all right, but – I don't know. It's only so much you can. Let me see. You got Kev, 
Keenan Allen is going to get open regardless, but yeah. both of their cornerbacks are healthy, and the defense has been on point. And that Chargers offensive offensive line is kind of sus. Mm-hmm. So the only thing they're lacking in is offense for yeah. as far as the Jets. So that's what I'm going to go with. Man, if, if Chargers lose this, I don't think Staley makes it through next week. As he you can't. As you should. Yeah. Oh, man. Fuck it. Give me New York. Let's go. You talked me into it. All right. Pub parlay time. Let's make a little money here. We go college football. We go NFL. We go NBA, NHL. You got to tell us today. Whatever you're leaning towards. All right. uh, Let's look at – shoot. Let me go – See what some of the spread is looking like. I'm gonna keep it simple. Okay, I like it. <clears throat> All right, so I'm looking at obviously I'm gonna stick to what I know. I'm looking at this state plays Miami tomorrow at home. Okay. I hate. I have personal beef with Tyler Van Dyke. Whenever Tyler Van Dyke hears this. I want him to know that I mean that shit from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> it spoke. I can't stand him. Uh, wish him well. Not really, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's smoke. Um, let's see. We got... What time does the game start? Uh, what's the spread? Where is the spread? Um, I'll tell you in a second. Kickoff is at eight o'clock. That's Miami six point favorite over under 43 and a half. Okay. 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 All right. So yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, state beats the spread or beats right. the hurricanes. They got it. They got it in them. NC state plus six mm-hmm. or the money line. Okay. I like it. Let's say with ACC. Notre Dame travels to Death Valley against Clemson. Notre Dame three-point favorite. Give me Notre Dame minus three. I think they beat the shit out of Dabo. I hope to God. I need that. I need, like, double, double, like, Dabo <laughs> losing another game after, like, there was something where he said something to somebody called in to the Clemson hotline, whatever they call that shit. Yeah. And they were, like, telling him about himself. He was like, y'all are, basically tell him, call him ungrateful sons of bitches, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, no, like, I, I need that. I need, I need Debo to lose. I need Tyler Van Dyke to lose again. And hopefully, I hope it's a stupid way, too, again. Like so, we can really do some introspective thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, all right. Do we have a? Uh, you got a random question? Yeah. Um. Oh. When? Oh God! It, and it was something to do with the cold weather because we've been having some cold weather. Um. Oh, what's your, okay. what is your craziest cold weather story? Not snow, but just like flat out cold, cold weather. Oh, 
Man, man, oh man, cold weather. Mm-hmm. Just no snow, maybe a little ice, but it's just straight up cold. Dude, uh, man, going to App, there's so many. <laughs> and then being from Asheville, there's so many. Because, um, like, I played my senior night in the snow. That was cool, but that's snow. Yeah. Um, oh, cold, 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 cold. I'll tell you what, man. We, I think we've talked about this a few times on the show, but flag football. We're in the the semifinals of the playoffs, and it is no lie. It's got to be 10, 12 degrees. The wind's blowing. It's it's cold as tits. It's cold as nuts. <laughs> but we're running around. We're playing, and it's in overtime. We stop them, and it's like fourth and goal. And we're like, all right, we we stop them. We win. We go on the championship, and it's cold as shit. Mm. And w- – Evan Fitzsimmons, he drops back. He gets this beautiful interception, and I turn my head, and Tim can't stop. I don't know if he slipped. I don't know if just – I don't know what happened. But he trucks their quarterback. I mean, just levels them oh. to the ground. They get a free play. They score, and then they go for two, and they win. Dude, but it was so cold. I know that kid hurts so bad because Tim's a large man. Like, he's 6'2", 215 at that point. Like, Oh, wow. It and it's cold as balls, dude. So, <laughs> and we all were like, "We're so happy, we're gonna go home." And then we lost. We're like, fuck. At least we get to go home. Golly, yeah. man. I don't think I don't think I have anything that crazy. Oh, geez. Let me let me think. Oh, well, the craziest thing I remember, as far as like, I guess this has more to do with being cold and cold weather. But me and the homies, we had to we had to camp out by it was some lake in raleigh or something but we had to camp out and you know the follies of youth and just being college brain young gentlemen we went out and camped by the lake and it was cool initially but like we got out there at nighttime like we just had to camp for one day and we got out there at nighttime we set up a hammock and maybe two tents keep in mind right beside a lake Bro, why did nobody check to see that it was raining that same night and we're by oh, a oh, and it was cold. Oh. So like I'm I'm fine where I am. Apparently, like <clears throat> I'm in my sleeping bag. And you know, of course, like I'm in a sleeping bag and I'm warm nature and I'm bigger than everybody. So like yeah. got two guys on the other side of me, but at the corner of the tent is like a pool of water. I wasn't oh. there. I don't know whose sleeping bag was there, and it was cold, but like they ended up like right near my armpit sleeping. So it's just like we get got close or whatever. So yeah. yeah, not checking the weather, being out there, peer pressure. That, no. That's a good one. We uh in my fraternity, we'd always take a big brother, little brother, little camping trip. Yeah. Uh, on the, the the greatest road name, Meat Camp Road. Meat Camp. Um, it'd be up in this hill. And they kind of same thing. Like we all got our tents. Um I had my little brother, my big brother was there. It, I think he had an Eno, but we didn't check the, the weather. I had a tent. He had an Eno. We wake up, and it's like snow on the ground. He's oh, fucking oh. frozen in in the treetop in his Eno hammock. And we're all like, dude, we should have checked this weather. We did not. We did not do it. He stayed? He didn't like. No, dude. He, he like toughed it out. I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah, no. That, see, that's where the brother, brotherhood is built. Like, if somebody gets cold, you bundle up. That's, yeah, Brother, yeah. Like, you're tripping. Exactly. Exactly. Good question, man. Good episode. Uh, Friday, I'm going to produce this real quick, get it out, and uh, 
man, thanks for chopping it up. Have a good weekend, and um, hopefully our, hit, our bets hit, man. I think we'll make some good money. I'm feeling it. Money's right. coming in. That's what we need, baby. Oh, my Father gosh. Mitchell's. We would we would be the bad boys of Little League. I'm telling you now. <laughs> we would beat the tar out of the other team. I'm just going to go out and say it. Joey Chestnut has to be on the pub. Has to be. More. Has I mean, to be. has to be. Attic, man. That, was, that was a journey. <laughs> I'm gonna miss seeing you as Ghostface there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh, that is what it is. Yeah. I got you. Man. All right. Do you have you do anything fun this weekend? Uh, uh, last weekend I went out to the tailgate for state.